So um, I, I won't say whose house I walked into, but I walked into a woman's house today and I was introduced to her niece and her niece was named or is named lasagna. And it, no. took, it took everything. No. It took everything out of me. No. Yeah. She introduced herself. She was like, hey, my name is lasagna. And it took everything out of me not to crack a smile. I wanted to laugh. But Why I, would they do that to her? I, I, I mean, I don't know. No. It's a damn good dish. That's not, that's not real. I, I'm telling you right now. Lasagna. Lasagna. I knew a guy whose middle name was Alfredo. Black dude. Well, Black dude. Alfredo could be like a Hispanic. Well, he, I mean, he, he was, but he wasn't. Okay. Like he was, he was Dominican, but he was every bit of a nigga. Like he wasn't, he wasn't a part of like the Dominican culture. <laughs> so even when he said his middle name, it was Alfredo. He didn't say. Yeah. Like. That's not lasagna though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Italian dishes. Oh my God. Eesh. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk about setting her up for failure. Can you guess that race? I can. I'm hint, not going to do hint. it. <laughs> not Italian. <laughs> yeah. No shit. You don't want to do it? I mean, <laughs> I think everybody knows. I don't think we have to say it. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I read a very interesting article the other day, and I hope that I will be allowed to apply this principle in order to uh, live a healthier <laughs> life. You want me to live a long time and be happy and healthy, right? Sure. Okay. What are you drinking on, by the way? It's very clear. That's all I'm allowed to drink on. Uh, well, it th- doesn't look like water. It doesn't? Well, it looks like water. However, <laughs> however, the way you're drinking it and how happy you seem to drink it, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's water. You have It's a, partly water. You haven't put the cup down yet, mm-hmm. which tells me, and your pinky's up. <laughs> yeah yeah you do that on a mason jar cheers okay <laughs> there's nothing in my hand <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess this kind of works but it's a little bit different so this study from oxford university of oxford stated that men need at least two guys nights a week in order to stay healthy what does that even mean well well if, if you go deeper into it 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 does kind of make sense. I know just to say the guy's night seems like a guy wrote this, which I'm guessing a guy <laughs> did write this. Mm-hmm. But all in all, it's basically saying that people in this focus group was gentlemen are happier when they at least spend two nights a week. Uh, 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 what do you want to call it? Uh, just having a good time with the like boys. socializing. Yeah, socializing. Yeah. Having a good time with the boys. Having drinks. Watching a game. Right. Bullshitting with one another. Yada, yada, yada. It just gets all the endorphins flying, you know, gets out any, you know, aggression, yada, yada, yada. You know, just having having a good time. Fellowshipping. That was the word I was looking for. Fellowshipping with the boys. And I would imagine the same thing would apply for women. Right. Do do you do you ever feel that way? (laughs) Two times a week sounds like a lot. It just sounds like I just have too much other shit to to me, it feels irresponsible mm-hmm. just with, you know, what life currently looks like for us. No. I, I couldn't see myself two nights a week. But in a, in a hypothetical situation. And I the reason wonder why, what the age range was there. That sounds because 
See what kind of life? The are you reason living? why the reason why I asked that question to you in, in about women, and I, I know that you're not the voice for all women, but I don't think women feel the same way about their girls as guys feel about their guys. Like I think, I'm sure, probably I think, not. I yeah. think, like, and and you said age range. I don't think yeah. we would ever age out of wanting to hang around the boys and having you a good time hang out. The boys. Well, because I have shit I have to do. Like I have responsibilities. One hundred percent. I, okay, before you, what do you think I was in at home all day, coming home and not doing anything? You're hanging out the boys. Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was out and about. I wasn't a homebody before you. No, I don't think you. I don't think you were home. But I don't know if you were hanging out with your boys all yeah. the time. Okay. Yes. At least, at least during the weekend, easily. Okay. If it wasn't during the week, definitely during the weekends for sure. Going out, watching a game. What are you talking about? Okay. Watching fights. Yes. Yes. No, I thought you would have been with women and not your boys. Well, both things could be true. <laughs> I wasn't spending all day. I wasn't in a relationship. I wasn't spending all day with a woman. You would just spend the, the time that you need to spend and, you know. And go hang out with your yeah, boys. Come on. But, but, but I say all that to say, <clears throat> I feel like guys don't grow out of that. It's just, it's just in us, right? Ladies, on the other hand, I, well, I, I would assume that you might feel that way. Like, oh, well, aren't you a little bit too old to be doing that? Yada, yada, yada. Because you all, I don't think, feel the same way that we feel as far as that goes. Not to, not to say that I, you don't enjoy your time when you enjoy your time. No, I think that, again, I, I feel like it has to do more with responsibilities and energy level. I feel like women are a lot more drained than men to begin with. Draining. Drained. Oh, okay. Drained. <laughs> ED. Because everybody's draining you all day long. Um, and so the last maybe, thing you want to be around is a woman that's just going to drain you even more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like you don't have the energy for that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like to go see my friends, but mm. I, I wouldn't do it twice a week. Now, that's, I think, if my kids were grown, mm -hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have other responsibilities and had the energy for it, maybe. But not not when you have small children, for sure. I don't think any woman's thinking about that twice a week. Okay, so. But I, I say that because I think women are more drained than men are, even in that, you know, when you're in that space and time when you have small children. I don't think men get as drained as women do. Well, fathers and mothers. To be clear, to be clear, I 100% agree with you, men or women, male or female, that if you have other responsibilities and it's time to adult, that this would be inappropriate to go out two times a week if yeah. you have other responsibilities. Because what what are you doing, right? <laughs> right. So yes, it, I I completely agree with you, and I I don't I don't want you to 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 think otherwise. But where I was getting at is in a hypothetical situation where you had no other responsibilities and you could go out, would you be as pumped about doing that as a guy would be about doing it? And that was the argument that I was trying to create. Probably like not. I probably wouldn't use the word pumped. So okay. no, then the answer is no. I wouldn't be as equally. <laughs> right, right. Because I don't I, ever I would feel imagine, pumped to go see my my. I would friend. imagine. I would imagine a woman's hang is different than a guy's hang. Oh, for sure. Because a guy's yeah. hang, we're at no point during a guy's hang do we even 
think about what's going on outside of those four walls. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Like, at that's no not point, at no point, when, if if I were to meet up with my friend Matt, right, uh-huh, and we uh-huh. go out and we enjoy drinks and we walk around, yada yada yada, and we go to to the uh, Mexican spot and we get burritos, and at no point are we ever talking about what goes on like life? in our home. No. Yeah. So no. no, that's not the same thing. No. To the point where you can ask me, like you've asked me things about my brother. You'd be like, oh, so what's going on with him and this? I'm like, I don't know. Because we don't, we don't, we don't talk about any of that. We're talking about what we're, you know, what's whatever going you're on. talking about. Exactly. So it's it's true, like real time, real life escapism. Kind okay. Of yeah. Like whatever, whatever we're enjoying, we're enjoying. For women, I guess it's therapy. Right. So for you all, it might. <laughs> Not that that's draining, because sometimes you do need somebody to like just vent to. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or you know. Get an opinion about or talk saying. shit about another friend who's, who didn't make it out that night and how that bitch never makes it out anywhere. Like, Bring the mic down a little bit. You know what I mean? It's more therapy You're in good. that regard. Okay. Did it go down? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's a distraction because, you know, it could be like a vent, a venting session. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. So but healthy, yeah. healthy in different ways. Yeah, for sure. And right. I think women, I think everybody needs that. Or maybe men don't need it, but women do. Oh, the 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 venting bar? Yeah. I, I mean, well, one can make the argument. It's, it probably is something that we do need. Mm-hmm. But just culturally, that's don't not do. something that we don't subscribe yeah. to. So we don't do it. Now, what does that look like in terms of, you know, could we be a better version of ourselves if we did lean in and do more, venting. Know, more venting and have more... Yeah. You know, conversations that were a little bit more personal and you know uh, yeah i'm sure it would help possibly i mean but again that's all anecdotal i mean who, who, yeah, who the who hell knows? Would I mean, how, how, how would you even measure that you know what i think um speaking of this hanging out thing what might work even if you're in a uh, moment in time where you're raising a family mm-hmm. it's like if you lived in a neighborhood where all your neighbors were on the same page right so that way you put the kids down Everybody brings over a monitor. You switch houses. You guys can hang. The women can talk. Like I mm-hmm. think that would be a uh, type of scenario where that might work. And that would be real fire. Like I, I, I'm sure there are, but I, but it'll be cool to, you know, you you build these adult relationships with friends, mm-hmm. right? More than likely, the adult relationship, the adult friendships that you build are probably going to be with people that are within your, I guess you could say, tax bracket, mm-hmm. right? Just only, only, just assuming birds of a feather, right? Uh huh. So, what, what? I wonder what stops people, other than just resources and maybe not even thinking about it. But if you bond with people, wouldn't it be dope just to live in a community with one Well, I another? think it happens in reverse. Well, typically, right. But you right. have to get lucky. That's the luck of the draw. So you have to get lucky to move into a neighborhood where you have people that are in your same age range that are I don't think you know, it's cool luck. enough to kick it with. Really? Yeah. What, what would you, I think what, if fate? you're, no, like you're saying, if it's, if you're in the age and the mm-hmm. tax bracket, that mm-hmm. would put you in a certain zip code where they would put you in certain communities. I see. I, I guess I just never got lucky enough to to do that, right? Yeah. Because that's, I'm, that's I'm, a thing. I'm thinking about our neighbors. Like none of our neighbors are even. I mean, I, Allure is a little bit different 
mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we're a little bit older with Allura. But uh, I mean, I, I guess it is kind of the new normal, maybe. I get. I also feel like where we are isn't really a choice that if we had to pick where we would be here. True. <laughs> so that's why I disagree. That's why I say, okay. for example, Allura's daycare. Mm-hmm. All those moms know each other because they all live in the same neighborhood or within the same proximity. Oh, really? So okay. they, they, everybody walks the babies to the daycare and everybody goes home and goes to yoga or whatever the fuck. But it's like, they're all about the same age. They're all about the same tax bracket and they all live in the same vicinity. I see. I see. I think it works out that way. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but and where I was getting at before was, but if we look at my oldest son and your daughter, mm-hmm. right? If we step outside, there are children their age. So there are children their age in this neighborhood where they can go outside and they can play with. Now we wouldn't be interacting with the parents other than, you know, you know, waving and things like that because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to have to really interact with them like we would if, if they were infants. Yeah, or maybe but then you would. I, I this gets complicated. No, no, I, I know, I know, I know where you're going. Yeah, I know where you're going. Where you're so going. it's not the same thing. I'm talking about families, mm-hmm. pa- the same parents with the same all of having the same. There's no baby daddies and <laughs> all oh, these different situations. I see. I see. Huh. <laughs> okay. Listen, there's something you want to say, and you should just say it. <laughs> You should just be honest with the people and just say it. No, I think I already did. Have a couple of sips of your dirty water. And I then... already did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already said it. All right. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> you want to visit North Korea? No. I've read somewhere that their borders are opening up and uh, they're accepting tourists for the first time in four years. I mean, do you any do you do do you know anybody who wants to go there? I mean, I you know you would go crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you I would have other places on my list before there. Yeah, many. <laughs> okay. Right. So, do you think, and this kind of ties into the, the the conversation that we just had? So, let's say you have a group of friends, right? Do you think it's cool if your homegirl shoots me a text and asks me how I'm doing or if I shoot or, or yeah, for you. So that'd be for you. Would you be okay with your homegirl shooting me a text message asking me how I'm doing? There needs to be more context. So it's situational? So, yeah. It depends what friend, what are they asking you for? Because I could think of a couple who we just saw recently mm-hmm. who if she shot you a text, maybe because something was going on just yeah, to yeah. check on you, that that wouldn't even, that would not be abnormal to me. But 100% your other friends. <laughs> that- well, because they don't have a relationship with you or we don't hang out. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it would just depend. So this question was asked by uh, Michael Blackson, the comedian. And he, I guess, was talking to fellas and was asking him, would you be upset if your homie reached out to your girl asking her how she's doing? And Yeah. 
now, yeah, like out of the blue. And I'm thinking he's saying it in a way where it's not 100%. appropriate. It's not appropriate. Right. You all don't really kick it like that. It's not like an actual, like, I also would think group. it would be odd for a man to do it versus a, a woman check. I could see a woman checking in on somebody and having more of that desire to be like, hey, like, genuinely, how are you? If mm. you're friends versus, versus a, a man doing it. Doing it. Mm. Not that it's impossible, but <laughs> that would be more questionable, I think. Huh. Sounds like me. And because men, I also feel like respect other men. And I don't know too many men that if you know them, that have respect for you would be like, oh, this is appropriate. I would feel like most men would be like. Yeah, I get it. Respect the other man. I get it. I get it. Because I, I want to say I even spoke about it on, on uh, this podcast before, but I have a, a coworker that was also a, a friend of mine. We would hang out, and, mm -hmm. you know, just everyone would kind of just hang out and have a good time. And when she got into a relationship, I met her now husband. I met him, cool guy. You know, we, we, we get along. Like, we're, you know, we're not friends, but, you know, we, yeah. we chop it up. Like, we're, we're, we're cool enough where I can shoot him a DM every now and then if I see something I think it might make him laugh mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm, you know what, what, yeah. whatever it may be. But uh, certainly after he or she got into a relationship with him, I felt that it was more inappropriate to then reach out and shoot her text messages. Yeah. E even though it was completely innocent, like I I wasn't, you know, shooting her text messages, checking for her like that or anything, you know? So it yeah. wasn't like, it, it was a completely platonic relationship. Mm -hmm. and, and most of the messages that I would send her would be just new music. Mm -hmm. She was a fan of R&B. So if I heard some new R&B or whatever, or, you know, someone dropped a new album that I, you know, think she might've liked, I'd be like, hey, check this out. Hey, check mm -hmm. this out, check, check this out. But then as a, you know, she moved on to a, a different job and I, I moved on to a different job. So we were seeing each other less. I guess it kind of like takes her a little bit off of uh, my radar and, and me off of her radar. Mm -hmm. But but also, I think what, what played a part in it was, yeah, you know, just her being in a relationship. It's almost like, you know, just being more respectful. For sure. To mm -hmm. to the both of them, not even yeah. just him, because I don't, I don't to put her in a position, right? Because I, I don't, yeah. I don't want to think of it as you know, you know, uh, she's his possession and yada yada yada. Just in general, yeah, you know, just being more appropriate because I, I, I wouldn't want to. And then you also know when problems. people get in a relationship, they don't really have time for stuff like that, like mm -hmm. little things that don't matter anymore for the most part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then if I did text message. Or, or, you know, send any sort of message, it will 100% be during appropriate hours. It wouldn't be, you know, anything. <laughs> Send her R&B song at 10 o'clock yeah, at night. Come on, that's crazy. Because <laughs> that could look crazy. Yeah, it could. Especially, well, I mean, it could look crazy at any time. Because right? yeah, yeah, 10 yeah. o'clock, it looks crazy. But even if it was during 2 o'clock, I can see <laughs> yeah. where that could look crazy. Like, oh, why is he sending you songs? He wants you to <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just, you know, but how do you, how do you explain? <laughs> how do you explain that? But, um. But yeah, yeah. But but I would imagine in a world where if we were all a group of friends and everyone was tight, almost like this community that you're talking about, mm. I don't think anyone would really bat an eye. It would, I, I, but I could see a world where you go, hey, it looks kind of sketchy if it's a guy asking a woman, you know, how she doing. Only because it's, what, what, what are your intentions? 
only because yeah. it's like a, not, a, not a normal thing. It's like a guy that wants to babysit your kids. Like, it doesn't mean that he's a pedophile, but it just makes you go. Your spidey really? senses like, are like, you want to mm. do that? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> the father doesn't, <laughs> yeah. he barely wants to do that. And that's his own. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's. Yeah. So not to say that it can't be a genuine caring person, but it just, you know, mm-hmm. things kind of get a little, little strange when that happens. Yeah. So I guess it would depend. Situational. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice if, because it, it's almost like if you go, hell no, you know, I won't have that. It's almost like instantly like, oh, this person just has immature relationships with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what you would think initially. Because because a mature adult, you know, a mature adult with mature adult relationships wouldn't even be bothered by something like that because it will all make sense. Like, I've even questioned my security and my maturity when it comes to you know seeing how some of the people that that we've been around. Mm-hmm. And seeing some of the, the choices that that they make, like who's around them, and you know, without getting up, you know, too much information, but some of the people that they bring around them are people from their past mm-hmm. that were important people in their past, and now play important roles in their currently, yeah, you know, in in their in their, their life, and just even hearing about that from them that has nothing to do with me. It's kind of like cringy. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like, oh, really? You know, it's yeah. kind of like, ah. But but that just, I guess, speaks more about me than it does about them. Or or maybe it does speak something about them. I, I, I don't know. But as I step out of it and I just try to play the objective role and be a little bit more, I guess you could say, or be less biased about mm-hmm. it and be more open-minded, I could go, oh, okay, I understand what's happening here. These are just healthy people with healthy relationships with all these people. And that's why this yeah, works the way it works with good communication. Yeah. And so there's boundaries, I'm sure. Right, right. So so there's no, you know, no weird vibes. But but then still looking at it on the other on the other side, I still hold true to thinking, you know, if someone were to have a problem with this, I can understand why they would have a problem with yeah. this. And I don't think it would make them insecure or immature if they had a problem with this. I think that that would be a preference and that's okay. Right. As long as it's handled appropriately. Yes. But for them, it works because they're both on the same page. It it seems like it's not a problem on, on either side. Mm-mm. And so luckily for them, it they're both with it, so they're with it. But right. if one was with it and one wasn't with it, if I had to be a fly on the wall and watch, uh, not even an argument, but let's just say a disagreement, you know, where no one's mad, but one side is heavy this way and the other side is heavy another way, I could see a world where both people could be right, and and I mean, what what, what would you say the solution would be? Who who would have to capitulate on that? And that that could really fuck something up, I think, if people, if both were like adamant about right. And we're talking namely about because I think you mentioned it, but just to give because I I don't know if we're going off on a tangent. We've lost people, like more like 
having people from your past. Having having people from your past. Like someone you were with. Someone you were with, right? Mm-hmm. Sexually. Yeah. At one point. So but not then just, it not just ended, you moved on, you right. stayed friends. And this could be of the opposite sex, same sex. Whatever, it, it, yeah. It, it just, whatever, whatever. Someone that was in your past that you were uh-huh. sexual with, and now they're playing a role in your life now. Still, you're still very close friends. Still very, still yeah. very close friends to them. Not doing anything sexual with no. them anymore. You just closed that one chapter, mm-hmm. but you continued the friendship. Right. And right, you right. brought that friendship into your new relationship. Correct. Yeah. So with with these two people, they don't have to worry about it because they're both on board with yeah. this arrangement. But I can see a world where if there if one of them wasn't on mm-hmm. board with it, I can see a world where if there is a disagreement, then I can see both sides. I get it. But my question to you would be like, would be who, like would have who would have to act give it up and give it up? Now, I think this is where maturity comes into play mm-hmm. because let's just say the person that's not okay with it, mm-hmm. why are you not okay with it? And if the only reason is I'm just not okay with it, like I don't think that's a reason. Like if you've seen the friend and your partner interact, you see that it's platonic, they're not flirty, it's not fucking weird, There's, it's a mm-hmm. cool person, you understand the history. Like it's not like they're taking time away from you, it's not like your spouse is going to tell the friend all the secrets doesn't tell you shit like let's say it's like a real mature friendship Mm -hmm. and you see that why wouldn't you be okay with it and if you if the reason is just because to me that's immature or you're not being honest yeah so as you're saying this i'm trying to come up with a good reason as to why I would like it makes me uncomfortable. Okay, what makes you uncomfortable? Oh, because I feel like you talk to them more than you talk to me. Then we could talk about that, right? So I feel like whatever it is that is making you uncomfortable with it, you should be able to talk through that and then have your significant other maybe set up some boundaries where then it makes you feel comfortable. But to just be like, just because I don't want to, just because I don't like it, but why? Yeah. Like, I think it's, it would be unfair if it's something respectful happening for you to ask somebody to end a friendship just because you don't like it and that's it. That that to me feels controlling. Right. I'm I'm trying to put my myself in the shoes of the person that isn't okay with it and how they would feel about it. And then also how they would feel about being questioned about how they feel about it. Mhm. Because even even hearing what you're saying, like, yes, it's never acceptable whenever you're in a disagreement with someone, especially someone that you care about and you want to resolve conflicts to just go, well, I just don't I just don't like it. Why not? Well, just because like that's not that's not mature. Right. Yeah. But let's say you say what it makes me feel uncomfortable. So now I'm being vulnerable by by letting you know that it makes me feel uncomfortable. And then your response would be, well, what part of it makes you feel uncomfortable? So now it's like we're doing this thing where you're just, it's almost like. <sighs> well, because I think it, 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 the other person has a right to understand where you're coming from, especially if you're asking them to make this change. So then it sounds like you will almost have to admit that, hey, this doesn't make me comfortable because of how I view relationships and because I've never been in a space where I've had a mature enough relationship with someone in order to experience what you're experiencing, 
then it has now put me in a position to where if I see this, I feel like it's wrong. Right. So then that sounds like a you problem. Well, right. But then but that's on to me that that would be unfair that if it's a you problem for you to ask the person that is, there's really not a real problem. It's a you problem to change that. No, no, no. I, that would be unfair to me. I get it. I, I 100%, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. I'm just trying to play this role in order to, to show it. But then, okay, so then let's play devil's advocate. So then now, so now I'm supposed to just accept this thing about you that makes me feel uncomfortable. And even though we're talking about it and we're expressing it and I'm not mad and I'm being, I'm answering all of your questions, you're not going to change this about you. So then now I'm going to have to then change how I feel about this in order to make sure that you're happy and you're maintaining this relationship well then maybe i think at that point if the person who has the friend uh, if you really care about your partner then that's where you go okay well can we find some middle ground do i have to cut this person off completely like i think then at that point especially if the person's trying to make you feel comfortable even mm -hmm. though it's a you problem the least you can do is be like okay can we find some sort of middle ground because then I think it's really, it's unfair and selfish to expect someone to just cut somebody off just because you don't like it. Correct. With no true reason. Well, no, no, no. Other there is, than your own feelings about it. Which, which to not dismiss anyone's feelings, that is a true reason. For you. But well, it's, right. But, but that's, but that's no, how the world works, right? I understand that's how that. It works. But it's just like, there's, there's a difference between validating that, yes, that's fine and you're allowed to feel that way, but to mm -hmm. expect other people, the world, to revolve around, around you literally and your feelings is not fair. That sounds real immature. I understand what you're saying. And I think part of a partnership is give and take even in space especially in spaces that you don't agree in so that's where i go okay if the if both people really care about each other they're going to try to figure out some space where both will give a little both will get a little and you can make it work right right and and overall to be clear in in a situation like this if i just had to just be a fly on the wall and see it my knee-jerk reaction will go Hey, these people are going to have a, a tough road if they don't figure this out because this well, this is, right, this is a, a, a huge where difference. Where do you in draw just, the line? Let's say the person goes, "Okay, it's a you thing. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I'll cut this person off." I feel like you've handed over a lot of power, essentially. Mm -hmm. Then now the other person has control over you like that, and isn't willing to like give anything. Right, and I feel like, well, okay, so where's where do you draw the line, and and in any other area of your life? But then I think the same thing, the same argument can be made on the other side, where okay, well, if you just give into this and you just let this happen, and it's something that just makes you feel uncomfortable, right? And now mm -hmm. you just you just have to just learn how to just get through it and deal with it. That's also putting a lot of power in the hands of two people that want to maintain a friendship that someone could feel that is an inappropriate thing, even though it's not inappropriate. I, I understand it. And I, and I'm not, I'm just, I'm just trying to be, this is not how I feel, right? <laughs> but I'm trying to be 
that person. Yeah. That person that doesn't even exist because this is, this is, is not even a real, real thing. thing yeah. Right. But I could see a world where that would be a hard hurdle to jump if that is something that you're not familiar with. You see what I'm saying? And ultimately, you would just have to just bow down and admit that this is just your immaturity. But but even saying that, I wish it was a different word for it because immaturity, it just seems like it's a, a, a hard pejorative to put on someone mm-hmm. that rightfully feels uncomfortable, uncomfortable with yeah. their woman still being, you know, cool with someone right. that used to fuck them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I can 100% see where I could see where you're, <laughs> why you, why you feel the way you feel. So to say that that's, that person is immature, that, that kind of, that kind of, even though it doesn't apply to me, it just makes me feel a little like, ugh, I, I wish it was just something else that we can, Label that person. Maybe, maybe lack of relationship experience or friendship experience, or mm. you know, I, I don't. I, but right now, all, all, the only word we can think of is immature, immature right? So, or, or immature when it comes to relationships, not that they're an immature person. Yeah. Right. And then to even then go as far as saying that because you feel this way and these are your feelings, and now I'm I'm going to have to act in a way where the world is revolving around you like that's 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 that would be a tough statement to hear if you just got finished getting grilled on why you feel uncomfortable about a situation you see what i'm saying yeah and then going so it's it's a it's, it's it'll be a tough battle for for that and that's why i, I luckily for them they're, they're they're both on the same track but you almost have to be in a situation like that yeah in order in order for for something like that to work and just even circle back to our main conversation, even when you're talking about a world where you live in a community where everyone's friends with one another, you will all have to be on board with everyone being able to speak to one another. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then there wouldn't be this level of, you know, discomfort if someone does decide to, to check on, you know, someone to see if they're okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or does something for someone else's spouse because you all feel like you're a community and it's not coming from a place of and it, ulterior know, motives. Or right. Something, right. Yeah. Right. So anything we're talking about is not coming from a place of that. It's always just coming from a pure place of friendship, friendship and, genuine, and people helping yeah, people. Genuine care. Yeah. Which, which could look like, you know, uh, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, like something, mm-hmm. something you would see out of a, a movie that's, you know, clean and fun. Yeah. <laughs> But everyone would have to be on board with that. Yeah. Because if not, then it just won't work. If you have a <clears throat> jealous guy, which this is comp- what I'm about to say now is completely separate from what we were, j- this hypothetical situation we were talking about, because I don't think that necessarily means that you're a jealous person if you're not okay with your, your person mm-hmm. being, you could be, but I don't think that necessarily means that. But let's say you did have a jealous guy or, or gal that, was within this friendship group and then now they see their significant other interacting with another person's significant other then yeah that could cause major problems right it could just make everything crumble Mm -hmm. because then now everyone's gonna have to pick sides about what's going on and what to do and it's just just not gonna work unless you cut the fat you might have to move right you you cut the fat (laughs) right you're gonna have to move the hell out and then 
you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, but to what you were saying, and this is the point you were trying to drive home to what you were saying is, is that when you do peel back all the layers of all the problems that people will have with, um, relationships and friendships of people with the opposite sex or the same sex, depending on how you roll, as far as their significant other goes, mm-hmm. having those having those relationships. If you have the problem with that, then there is something that needs to be examined with you in order to possibly find a space where growth can happen. Because I think even the person having a problem with it, if you're an emotionally mature person, person Mm -hmm. you would even be curious about it i think like why is this bothering me what is it really is it like some sort of insecurity or is it some sort of antiquated way of thinking like i think somebody you know with some emotional intelligence would even wonder that within themselves before they even come at their partner with any sort of request of ending that friendship don't you think like if I would have said to you, I don't want you talking to Sue anymore. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, okay. Like, wouldn't you have been like, would you have just been like, okay. And then you'd be like, why? I just, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't want you talking to other women. No, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So well, then, right. In, in a part, in a, well, in a part of the reason why that really wouldn't have worked or especially early on was because this, this, and she still is a good friend. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And we were friends for at, at that time, a year or two. Right. So, you know, she's been around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how long you're going to be around. I'm not going to fuck this up because of, you know, for you early on. Yeah. I mean, I can see it, but, but I also never slept with Sue. Or even so if you that. did it. Well, at that point, then, then I, then I would really say, "Hey, you're, you're, you're going about this the wrong way." Now, if if we did used to sleep together, and you had a problem with it, I can understand where that problem would come from. I guess for me, if that would have been the case, mm-hmm. knowing how you are and how you view sex, it wouldn't have bothered me so much. Once I saw you guys interact and I caught her vibe. I see. Because I know men and women, sometimes the same, sometimes not view the way, you know, we view sex or feel about sex. Like if you were both these people who didn't really give a fuck about it. Yeah. And I saw that in her and then I saw you guys together and I'm like, oh, wait, there's a weirdo shit here. Then I probably wouldn't have cared. Well, and, and I'm glad you made that point because as you were speaking about the difference, the, the the different things that you can address about yourself and trying to figure out like why do you feel this way about relationships, especially when there was sex involved. Mm-hmm. My knee-jerk reaction was gonna be, well, because he was fucking my woman, right? That that way. Yeah. But, but then, but then, okay, again, that's not how I feel. That's just me, you know, like being this person. But I think that's where it is. It's just how people view sex. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And. Because for some people, it isn't not a big deal. Right. Like, even men. Or there's even some men who it's like, they would still always have a thing for somebody. 
you know, maybe they never got over it or, or whatever. It's so complex where then maybe you're projecting onto your, you know, partner, how you really feel. It, it, it's a lot. Or how you would feel. Right. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm trying to think like the things that guys would think about if they interact with someone that they know crack their woman open. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they might think about how, how big is, is he bigger than me? Yeah. Right. Did he fuck better than me? Right. Like those things would be the things that would really matter the most mm-hmm. in terms of what could make us feel insecure. Cause that's mm-hmm. what it is at the end of the day. Insecurities mm-hmm. as far as that, that goes. But I think in a world, if you found out that, Oh, his his dick small, and and he actually didn't, you know, he didn't do it. Which for is why it didn't work out. In, it was why that, it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think everyone can hang out and be harmonious, and there'll probably be no mm-hmm. problem. So it's just more like. And then if you know you and your woman are solid, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because that's the thing too, like. Right? Are you doing it for? Him? Right? And are you guys? Are him? you guys good in all the, mm-hmm. the categories? Because I think that's where insecurity can creep in too. Whereas, like, if you know you're having problems with your woman, then you're like, oh, she's talking to him, like, and they used to fuck, and we're not fucking. Could that ever come back up? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Right. But then that would just all boil down to how you view sex and how you feel Mm -hmm. about it. And I guess where you put it in terms of, you know, are you putting sex on a pedestal? Right. Which a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of people do. That sex is number one. So the actual connection that you have with your partner might be second place to that. Yeah. Which is where you would have a problem with the sex aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Because if you will be okay with her having a friend or he having a friend or whatever it may be, if you're okay with your significant other having a friend that was purely platonic and never got sexual, if that doesn't bother you, right? Mm -hmm. But now you factor in sex and that does now bother you. And a relationship, if that bothers you, then clearly that's that's the the difference between the two. Maybe, could be. What 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 else? What else do you think it could be? At that point, I don't know if uh, maybe I misunderstood what you were saying. Not so much maybe sex is more important, or you put it on a pedestal, but just like some people don't close doors with their past and sex. Like some people will fuck somebody years later, rekindle that and come back. Like some people, like you've made it clear, like when you're done fucking somebody, you're done fucking somebody. Mm -hmm. A lot of people aren't that way. Like if the opportunity presents itself, they might go back there or they have gone back before. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for some people, their head can go there and be like, oh, what? Other people are capable of that too. I see. You You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, where I was getting at was if if you were okay with me being friends with a woman, mm-hmm. knowing that it, it was just clearly platonic, like there was yeah. nothing with it, if you're okay with that, then clearly you're okay with me being friends with, with people of the opposite sex, right? But if you weren't okay with me being friends with a woman that I used to sleep with, Right. So I have one friend that I never slept with, one friend that I slept with. I have to drop the one friend that I slept with. <laughs> then clearly the issue isn't you having an issue with the me friendship. being right. It's not the friendship idea. It's 
the fucking part. Right. And then if you can know the difference between that, then now we can address that part. Right. That's that's what that's what I was saying. Okay. So yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I said it that makes sense. right the first time around because I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. But. Yeah, and that's where it would be nuanced because then I go, knowing you, mm-hmm. you and I in real life, mm-hmm. like no more hypotheticals. Okay. I would so know we're talking about me. Yes, we're talking about <laughs> you. Like okay. if you said, Hey, we did have a thing, it's not a thing anymore, I would believe you. And no, because I know how you are, how you view sex and all the things. So then it would be a matter of her. I see. Do you see her what I'm saying? And her vibes. To Correct. See if she's what type of woman is she? Right. right, right. Like, right. Because I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. But the important thing is, is <laughs> if everyone's on the same page, if it, works, it just it makes works. things a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not on the same page, you got to be able to speak it. But 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 then I think that the point that I was trying to make, and just having a heart for the person that wouldn't be on board with it initially, is just the patience of understanding that person and where that person's coming from. Because in all fairness, in all fairness, and maybe it's just an antiquated way of thinking, but it's it's a way of thinking that runs across the board when it comes to people, right? most people probably wouldn't be on board with their partner having a friendship, a continued friendship with someone that they used to fuck. And I think most people aren't emotionally mature. I, I get, I get, so I, I wonder if that goes hand in hand. I get that. I yeah. get that. But, but if that is a more normal reaction, mm-hmm. then what's normal at that point? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this, this is this is just for just trying to be objective about yeah. it, right? And so that's what I'm saying. Like I can have a space in my heart and understand that person and where that person will be coming from, right? If they have those feelings, and then and this is the point I was trying to drive in, and being patient enough to work it through with that person, if that person wants to that, work it through, if that person wants to work right, it through, right, 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 because that. That would be, that could be a tough thing to break. No, I don't disagree and, with and you. The backing that that person has is that, hey, seven, eight out of 10 people are probably going to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So if, if most people are going to feel the, the way that I feel, then you're the anomaly. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're the difference. So you're trying to get me to do something that is not typical. Now you could call it whatever you want. You could label it as emotionally mature, but we're the primary. Like, you're, yeah, but that doesn't mean that's okay. <laughs> I, but to you, but not 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 to you personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to, to the person that's of... in it, you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, but, not, I'm not disagreeing but with that, you. But that's, but, but I that's, just my head just goes like, pew, like to all these different places where I'm just like, then what else is going on in the relationship, and what else don't you get on the same page about it? What are you not trying to go to therapy about? Like, I just go so many. When I hear that, it just sounds real bullheaded and real immature. Even if what you're I saying is true, even if what you're saying that collectively we are we're all fucking immature. Okay, that's not okay. So growth needs to start somewhere. That's what I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not. <laughs> oh my disagreeing God! With you. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not disagreeing. No, I with know. You at all. So then, <laughs> what? So then, what? No, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that that's why it's so important to understand. Like when you're dealing with other people, yeah, you're dealing with their perception of the world. 
too. For sure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So while you may say that's immature and that's your perception and that person would have to understand that that's your perception of it. That person doesn't feel like, feel that way. And so that's why, A, it's even more important to make sure that whoever the hell you're teaming up with in life, you all are at least on board with how you all interact and perceive or perceive and interact with the world. Like that just makes things a shit ton easier. Right. Not, or at not the very totality, least, yeah. But, but, or at the very least, like if you're not, you know, that person is open to like investigate and go within, you know, both people. Like we don't have to agree with everything, but if you see how that person handles things mm -hmm. and there's a lot of introspection and openness, then at least you can go, okay, when we don't disagree, I know at least we'll, they'll try to figure it out or we'll try to figure it out together. Right. I, you you lost me a little bit, but okay. But I I, <laughs> I think I was there, but I I was halfway there. It's fine. You you were basically saying that even if we're not on board, yeah, together, then we can saying, at least yeah. we're willing to be on board enough right. to figure, it, figure out. it out. I agree. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you and I don't agree with <laughs> on a lot of things, but we'll talk about it. Even if we end up still not agreeing, we'll at least try to understand where the other person is coming from so we could say that. Be like, okay, I get it. I, do, I still disagree, but okay. And we can leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> you guess. That doesn't happen. No, it does happen. <laughs> it, it, it happens. But yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like that. And, and to your point, Whenever we do find ourselves in those in those moments, it's like this weird thing that happens where we're not agreeing. The other person isn't bending or folding for the other person. <laughs> you can understand it, but you still don't understand it because it's just right. something that you don't agree with. But that just goes with, you know, how I view things is based on my interaction in 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 my experiences with the world from birth until today. Yeah. And yours is the same way for you from birth until today. Yeah. And so we're not going to agree on the same things at all times. That's, this is where I feel like therapy is so good because when you can, if you're having these problems that you can't get past alone or as a couple, rather just you two, if you have this third party sometimes, cause I feel like it's happened with us. Like if, if some, there's another person in the room with, you know, that's not bias, it can help you see or kind of understand why that person is the way they are. You still don't have to agree with it, mm -hmm. but I think that helps. Like, okay, I at least understand why you're this way. Sometimes understanding that helps. Yeah. I get it. I but agree. I, but sometimes I think it takes another person to help people see that in their partner. Well, because a lot of times whenever there's a dispute, someone just wants to be right. 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 So if you see it your way and I see it my way, more often than not, it's not about just trying to see how the other person sees it. It's 
confirmation that I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm doing this the right way. You're you're turning it this way. It should just be turned this way. And I don't know why you're doing it that way. It's just making any fucking sense. It's easier to do it this way. So why don't you just do it this way? Why I do it this way? Because this is how I do it. And I don't care if it's complicated. It just makes it more comfortable, right? So <laughs> when you go to therapy, even in therapy, I think you still keep score, right? To, to a certain extent, or at least you want to be able to have a scoreboard there so that when you address these mm-hmm. conflicts, that there's going to be a middleman that is objective enough to say, hey, he's right. Hey, she was right. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that doesn't happen. No. More often than not, what happens, especially if you have a good therapist, right, they're not going to pin you against one another. No. Now, there are there are times where things are said where, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> that you were, you know, right about something. But but more often than not, what they do is, is that they they then open up this window of opportunity to say, hey. This is why it was done this way. This is why it was done this way. No scores kept, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's, if anything out of it should come like more empathy, a little bit more compassion, a little bit more patience. Right. If you genuinely want it. So that'd be the loser. The loser would be the one that just (laughs) took it too far and couldn't let it go. (laughs) That's the one. That's the one who lost. Not if you were doing it the right way or the wrong way, but how did you react to it? Like, oh, you got mad about it and you you lost your shit. Right. Yeah. You lost because you should at least understood that this is why it happened this way and all this other stuff. But, uh, yeah, ther- therapy, therapy's therapy's good. Therapy's good. <laughs> I, I recommend it for all couples. <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time. That, and like you said, it does open up things and kind of just give some perspective on things, especially when the therapist has a, a good understanding of who both of you are mm-hmm. and they have years of experience of getting to know and asking questions and it just makes it a lot easier for them to break through and make it make more sense to the other person mm-hmm. that doesn't get it. And then you also find out that by the time you're in therapy, whatever dispute you had, you're looking at it like it was fucking dumb anyway, because you're not in the moment. Because again, probably depending for some people, maybe not depending on what the issue is. Well, I, I feel like that we haven't had too many issues where by the time we get to therapy, we're still up in arms about it. At least I'm not. no, by the time we get to therapy, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll, well, we'll talk about this. Well, more often than not, it's because it's, it's me. I got to fucking unpack some shit. That's why you feel that way. <laughs> well, usually you're more upset than I am in every single yeah. situation. So so there's that. There's that. <laughs> and I'm walking around like, yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't know what the problem is. What's the problem? Yeah. But I, I, think it, I, I think that's less of a... I think that's less of a you thing in terms of like you and your experiences in life. And I think that's just the difference between men and women. Yeah, probably. I think, I think it's, it's easy to create an argument where it's been shown that guys are more like, you know, water off of a duck. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it hits us and we're like, oh, okay, you know, uh, well, are we going to find a solution or what? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you all are trying to do something different, right? So because of that, we could just, like, what are we going to do? <laughs> we're going to be mad at each other all day about it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what does that do? Ah, so I don't know. But I think overall, I think overall, 
typically, typically the guy is more likely to get over it faster than the woman in the relationship. Yeah, typically. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure for uh, yeah. what it is. Yeah, but yeah. So, I that, I just wanted to give you some credits. I don't think it's less of a you thing, and I just think it's just, just the gender roles in our work for sure. Right, because we're a good hang, and that's why we like to go out with our boys <laughs> twice and a hang week. out twice a week. Right, and that's why <laughs> good health. you hanging out with your girls. You're like twice a week. Uh, <laughs> But also, 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 you going out with your girls requires a lot more work. Correct. A lot more exactly. getting ready and prep right. and yada, yada, yada. I wish we could bring back talks about <laughs> just just gender norms between the two. Oh, and, God, uh, I know. Right. Is that because, even allowed? Because there is. there There is this difference. Like the way you get ready is not the same way I get not ready. Not at all. It, it, it can take me weeks to get ready for something. Your interpersonal relationships don't look like my interpersonal no. relationships. The mm -mm. way you attack the world, the way you attack situations, the way you solve problems, the way you imagine things, the way everything is just not, the way you prepare it's not the same, for things. It's not the yeah. same thing. I, I was talking to a buddy at work the other day and uh, I, I said to him, because it was two gay dudes on the uh, on uh, the the news show or whatever, whatever morning show we were watching, right? And I made the argument. I was like, I'm willing to bet that the happiest relationship, like if you could measure <laughs> happiness, right? The happiest relationship is hands down two gay two dudes. Two gay guys, yeah, probably. Two gay dudes. Yeah. And that's not to say that all gay dudes have happy relationships. No. I'm not saying that. But if there was one happiest relationship, probably. it would probably be two buddies that were like best buds, like just friends, yada, yada, yada. You know, what's up? You know, f you know, chest bumping and having a good time and going, you want to fuck later? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that's just, just, a, just a, you know, just two <laughs> best buddies that just stroke each other down. You know, what, what, it can't get any better than that if you're into that. You know what I'm saying? I guess. If you're into it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, I Probably it. no conflict because they're boys. They're buddies. I just, and this could be way off too. I don't have that many gay friends, but it's like even gay men that I've known, there's mm -hmm. always one with a, a bit more feminine energy where I could see how that, it's not all macho the way you're making it seem. No, no. So, so, so that's, that's why, that's why I want to make it clear. I'm not talking about every gay relationship, uh -huh, uh -huh. right? I'm talking about the idea if, if there was yeah. this, this, perfect synergy it would yeah. be two dudes that were just like best buddies yeah and they're on the same page with each other and they don't and like of drama of course they yeah. might they might get into a little argument but then they just you know fight it out or wrestle you know kind of thing right <laughs> right and then at the end and of the day it. play some video games and watch some sports together and just you know just hang <laughs> i would imagine that that would be the happiest relationship but then the point that I was trying to make before I went off on this, you know, <laughs> sidetrack. But then he came back and he said, well, the thing about having the whole yin and the yang and the, the, the opposite of being with, you know, someone that even if it's not a woman, but just someone with a different energy of yours. So that masculine, that feminine energy is 
when you're two dudes that are like dude dudes, so like two masculines, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They don't have that woman's touch. Mm-hmm. So your home is going to look different. And I was thinking like, oh shit, yeah, my house looked completely different when it was just me mm-hmm. versus when you, you know, came But I picture. also feel like men don't care about that. It, but but that, but <laughs> but that was my whole point of yeah. we need to bring back this yeah. this school of thought where there is a difference in just how the brain works mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. you know males and females and just like, how I there is I don't a, think you have an appreciation for the house the way it is now the way that I do or a need for it to look a certain way or things to be maintained a certain way like. That's neither here nor there. So I will say this. I will say this. I enjoy it. I enjoy the way it looks more now than it did before. Objectively, it is a better looking home now than it was before. But I had no problem with the way it looked before. I invited people over. I never, I never apologized for anything. You know, like oh, I'm sorry. It looks this way. Like I, I did it with confidence. You see what I'm saying? But now that it looks the way it looks now, uh-huh. and I look back at what it looked like before, uh-huh. I think, how did I bring people over here and fuck them here? You see what I'm saying? Like, like that's crazy. With no shame. No shame. I don't shame. disagree with you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it didn't matter to me because my brain isn't- And clearly nobody cared, so. No. <laughs> but my brain didn't didn't work that way. Like, even the couch that I had right before, like, well, well, we were we were- dating at the time mm-hmm. but the couch that i had it wasn't a family couch at all <laughs> no it was a dude couch mm-hmm. but it was very comfortable right yeah, it, it had three reclining chairs it in it holders. it had cup holders it had yeah. fucking cell phone chargers it yeah. was perfect <laughs> now we have this thing that's like some sort of fabric it <laughs> looks really nice but it's not the most comfortable couch it's really deep it's not my ideal thing but it looks like a family would have it <laughs> and it makes everything look cohesive. So it, it works. Yeah. But yeah, but it, but if you ask me, you know, what would you rather have? It'd be, Oh, I, I want a fucking beanbag. Like I have a beanbag. And oh, oh, what, what else would you want in there? Uh, how about a, uh, refrigerator yeah. in the kitchen yeah. that, or no in the, in living, the living room, room. that way i don't yeah. have to next go to, to the, the kitchen right yeah. next to the couch i can just you know <laughs> beer open and keep moving <laughs> so um so yes 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 that that feminine touch is uh is something to be um uh, uh admired even if even if you know i still believe in it i, I could be wrong but even if you have this happy relationship because you got your boy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your buddy and your buddy you know what i'm saying right um that house is probably oh a mess um, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yes but they don't care no they wouldn't care they wouldn't care they wouldn't care or maybe they would <laughs> but but probably not. probably not so yes bring back the school of thought where we acknowledge that there is uh, just just the way the brain works is just completely different. But we can't say that right now. We cannot say that at all. At all. Ready to get out of here? Sure. 
All right. Thank you for rocking with us. This has been another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast, a podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye, bye